Good morning, everybody Uneducated Economist here. So in this video, I'd like to talk about the neutral interest rate. This is not something that a lot of people talk about. The neutral interest rate is the interest rate in which that the Fed funds rate is neither accommodating, accommodating nor restricting the economy. And now when it comes to the neutral interest rate, this is not an exact science. Like, you know, you can't go to a chart and say, okay, let's look at the neutral interest rate and see where it's at because nobody really understands or knows exactly where that neutral interest rate is. In fact, it's only a guess or a best guess of what the neutral interest rate is since the neutral interest rate is almost an idea of what it's going to be into the future from the possible outcomes from the events that are taken today that may be shifting by the time we get there. And so by the time we get there, the neutral interest rate may be something than what they are perceiving it to be today. Yeah, okay, I think I got that right. This is literally like driving a car and everybody drives a car differently, right? Some people drive a car fast, some people drive it slow, some people whatever, but it's like driving a car and when you have the interest rates above the neutral interest rate, it's like hitting the brake. It's like putting your foot on the brake. And when you have the interest rates below the neutral interest rates, it's like hitting the gas on the, on the, on the economy. So when you have somebody who is easing up on interest rates, you're easing up on pushing the economy faster, right? Hopefully hitting neutral where you're not accommodating, accommodating nor restricting the economy, right? You're neutral. And then at times, if things are moving too fast, then you hit the brakes, right? So you don't crash the, crash the vehicle. So this is kind of the idea of what the neutral interest rate is, is how much brake you apply or how much gas you apply, or if you're applying anything at all, meaning that you have found neutral and you're just cruising. So this is, this is a very interesting topic to try and understand because there's really no way of truly understanding where the neutral interest rate is. It's all dependent upon who it is that you are listening to from the indications that they are getting today about where they feel that the, that the interest rate is going to be going into the future. And so what you end up having is the expectation of what it is going into the future and how to raise and lower that future expectation. It's because that future expectation will adjust the interest rates. We have to think about it, like how much demand will the investors or the market demand from the US Treasury yields, right? If they have a feeling that there is going to be high inflation coming into the future, then they will demand a higher interest rate coming from those US Treasuries to compensate for the loss of purchasing power that they believe is going to come. I mean, that you know, kind of makes sense when you think about it in that sense, right? So when it comes to like the interest rate of the neutral position elevating up due to the fact that people's expectations have now moved up, you see? So when it comes to in the, the neutral rate, now when the Fed funds rate has been elevated and comes down, it will come down to a higher position that will be neutral to the economy. They have elevated all interest rates. Now, when I say they have done it, it's because they, the Federal Reserve, has been talking about doing this exact thing since 2018 and even earlier. Now, it became a real issue in 2018. We talk about it in John Williams' speech, Monetary Policy for a Low Neutral Interest Rate World. 
where he talked about how the neutral interest rate could be anywhere from zero to one and a half percent, which means that the Fed funds rate under 2% is now either at a neutral position or is going to be accommodating. But now when you hit the lower bound of zero, you can't accommodate the economy anymore because you can't drop interest rates enough to stimulate. Now, let me think, let me kind of state that again, because typically since, you know, the last four decades, the Federal Reserve has tried to drop interest rates 5% in order to deal with the recession. They'll drop interest rates 5%. That will get people out there borrowing money to go out there and buy houses, go on vacation, start businesses, do whatever they, you know, they feel they need to do with this money. And by having a lower interest rate comparatively to the, the recent times, like, you know, you're at 5%, you drop it to zero, that stimulates the economy. People run out there and start borrowing money and spending that money. But if you're at 2% and you drop down to zero, that's not enough to stimulate the economy. And that's really where the problem was. It's because that neutral interest rate was so low that anytime they tried to get the ammo back, because again, the Federal Reserve would want to drop that Fed funds rate 5%, but if you're at 2%, you can't do it, then they want to get that ammo back. And that ammo is, <clears throat> excuse me, is the Fed funds rate above the neutral rate. And so the neutral rate being as low as it was gave them very little room to operate in stimulation. Right? They didn't just, they couldn't do it. And so they had to use fiscal policy where like the government went out and borrowed a bunch of money and spent that into the economy instead of just the people going out there and borrowing it themselves. So now what they have done is that when you have created a situation right, in which that the inflation expectation now is quite elevated, all interest rates begin to move up in following the U.S. Treasuries, right? Because the most safe and liquid asset out there is the U.S. Treasury. So if those things start to elevate, everything that you buy after that is going to have risk. So why would you put yield or try to seek out yield in something else when you can buy the U.S. Treasuries? That's the safe and liquid asset. And so if the Treasury yields demand starts to fall and the yields start to rise, right? The treasury bonds start to fall and the yields start to rise. I think I said that right. Okay. <laughs> then, then what you're going to have is all interest rates after that start to elevate themselves as well as the market out there is going to demand a higher yield than what the U.S. Treasury is providing. Now, obviously, there are bonds out there that are going to provide a, a lower yield in the U.S. Treasuries, seeking the idea that the bond price itself will be able to move up in price as yields fall, and then you'll be able to sell that bond to a higher, to you know, for a higher price. Those sort of things do happen, but for the most part, wherever the U.S. Treasuries go, all yields go. So now this is the situation that we are now finding: is that that neutral interest rate that was very low is now starting to elevate itself much higher than the place that it was before due to the inflation expectation that people have going into the future. See, it was a low inflation expectation that was the Federal Reserve's problem. People just didn't believe it was it was going to be any inflation out there, or they weren't worried about it. And I shouldn't say they didn't think there wasn't going to be any. They weren't worried about it. And that was presenting itself in the U.S. Treasuries with low yield. Now, the problem with that is, is that if you have a return on capital investment that is below the inflation rate, then you actually have a deflationary scenario due to the low interest rates. Now, imagine that if you have back in the early 80s, this is a great this is a great way to, to describe this, is that back in the early 80s, if you had inherited a million dollars 
and you had lent that million dollars to the U.S. government, you'd be able to get a return like $150,000 a year. That's a pretty decent return on your million dollar loan to the government, investment to them. And you'd be able to spend that into the economy, buy houses, cars, go on vacation, do the thing. Well, nowadays, even at the interest rates elevated as they are, a million dollar investment into U.S. Treasuries might yield you like $50,000, you know, $40,000, $50,000, which, you know, is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But comparatively to the early 80s at $150,000, you can see where low interest rates really does not have the return on capital investment that it once did. And then if you have it even lower than that, when what we had had just recently, where you have a return of, say, like, you know, a one or two percent yield on your treasuries, then you're talking like 10 or 15, $20,000, which is not a lot of money to spend into the economy at all. So the return on capital investment drops below the inflation expectation. That is a negative return of purchasing power. That is a deflationary scenario. That was another problem that the Federal Reserve was having is they needed those interest rates elevated to get the return on capital investment to keep the economy going again. It was very sluggish. All you could do was stimulate the economy. Now, we have elevated interest rates. At some point in the future, the return on capital investment will start to put money back into the economy. I mean, it's, you got to go through a lot of pain. There might be even more. In fact, there's probably going to be more pain coming from this, right, in the form of recessions and defaults and stuff like that. But this is ultimately what is needed in order to clear out the bad undergrowth. All the bad debt, all those zombie corporations, all those zombie people, once all that stuff is cleared out, then it gives room for the new credit to come in and start stimulating the economy in a more efficient, productive manner. And that's ultimately what we're going through here. Now, I mean, you can look at all the devastating things and crap that's taken place in the world and pinpoint it, but that's how I see it, is that they're elevating that neutral interest rate. We'll talk more about the neutral interest rate, get a better understanding of that. Uneducated economists, you let me know.